When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Distorted View Daily proudly presents a used car salesman being interviewed about the time he was almost assassinated. The FBI come knocking on my door at midnight, night before last, told me, asked me if I made anybody mad recently, and I said, well, I'm in the used car business, I can make a lot of people mad recently. And then she, then the FBI person said, well, what about in the past? And as soon as they said the past, I said, ex-wife. And they go, you got it right. You got it right. It was your ex-wife. And then they told me that my ex-wife was in custody for a murder for hire plot to get me whacked. When they told you all the details of this plot, I mean, tell me what's going through your head. The part that insulted me the most is the fact that she was going to pay the hitman so little money and she wouldn't outsource it. She did work with somebody here in Kansas City. Evidently, they liked me more than they did her, so they flipped on her. And She should have took somebody from out of town, Chicago or New York, and she should have paid them at least ten grand. Two grand is not enough to get that kind of work done right, so you said she'd get what you pay for. Hey, Briggs, it's Friday, January 29th, 2021. Coming up on the program today, laughter for every occasion, plus Getting financially scammed by fake members of Motley Crue, the ideal body position for maximum farting, and Jewish space lasers terrorize a nation. All coming up today. Christian now fears his flatulence. Drunken Negro face cookies. We have to enter the mad dog equation. I'm gonna stuff my fucking whorehole. Push F on my Twitter sheet. It's just a fun thing. It's the Distorted View Show with Tim Henson. Yes, Tim Henson back here with you one more time as we end the week with the Friday show. Have a great program today. We kick things off with a strange YouTube channel. It hasn't really been updated in about 13 years. This channel features a middle-aged woman laughing, showing us how she laughs in various scenarios. I don't know if she's trying to produce a more convincing laugh, if she's practicing laughing techniques herself, or if this is some sort of instructional series. Uh, But in this first clip, we learn that uh, she's a teacher and some sort of coach or mentor And uh, this is her version of a coaching laugh. Apparently, one of her students called her up to talk about their achievements, and it put her in a real good mood, so much so that she just wants to laugh. A coaching client was just sharing with me some of her celebrations and and, uh, her achievements, and uh, that's made me very happy. As you know, we don't need a reason to laugh, but in honor of my client, this is the coaching laugh. (laughs) i'm gonna stop you right there that's more of a cackle and i don't particularly like the sound of your laugh now the real question is how does she laugh in the rest of these videos i hope they don't all sound the same then like what's the point of recording yourself this next one is called the casual laugh hi there saturday afternoon i'm just chilling in my crib here taking it easy reading some books relaxing and thinking time for video entry and time for a laugh so here it is today's laugh saturday laugh easy laugh quick laugh laugh same goddamn laugh i'm starting to understand why this channel hasn't been updated in 13 years you can tell she quickly runs out of content because uh the next video is entitled green laugh she's assigning laughs to colors i guess i like the color this is some thursday lane retard bullshit green even though it may not be easy to be green as a popular song says green is still a pretty nice color the grass is green. Well, and that's it. She's out. She can't think of one other fucking thing that's green. There are other things that are green. <laughs> <laughs> green laugh. 
Ja. <laughs> I hate this woman. There are other videos like Tornado Laugh where she's watching the weather and there's a tornado warning. <laughs> People's houses being destroyed. <laughs> traffic laugh. Laughing while you're in traffic. Uh, just a standard weather laugh. The very uh, last upload she made was July 18th, 2007, and it was simply titled Webcam Laugh. <laughs> Oh, you can just tell she's burnt out on this laughing thing. <laughs> and then she faded away. Another YouTube casualty. Oh, real quick, one other strange YouTube channel I ran across. This is pretty good. Uh, this guy only has 300 subscribers, but he posts uh, strange ASMR videos. I have to think he's doing this as like a comedy routine. He does, uh, like, fat man eating crabs, ASMR. Hot North Korean doctor tests you for COVID-19, ASMR. And my personal favorite, abusive religious stepdad beats you, <laughs> ASMR. My God, you have gotten fat. You were not this way whenever your mother married me. <laughs> but... I see you in the kitchen every night, sneaking some of those steak fries right underneath our noses. Or at least, so you thought. His voice is doing something to me. Stop! All right. You read the Bible, right? I make you do it. It's so that you won't burn in hell for eternity. Is this the golden voice homeless guy? who got his life together and booked a gig doing Kraft Macaroni and Cheese voiceovers. Kraft Macaroni and Cheese. Oh my God, how can... His voice is so low. As a matter of fact, one of the top comments in this video is, Damn, his voice is deeper than my depression. Well, if you read it like I told you to, you would know that we don't take too kindly to you stealing from us and then you i think you just hear him being uh, the kid i guess you're the you're the child right being beaten with a belt yeah. mark my words i don't know what the hell that's supposed to be things are getting weird here i will set you straight and i will make you a productive member of society All right, well if you <laughs> some more. Uh, I will link to this guy's channel because uh, some of his other ASMR videos, very interesting stuff. Alright, uh, moving on. Just a day or two ago I was uh, playing some clips from 90 Day Fiance. Some guy got on Anastasia Date, which is a website where American guys can hook up with Ukrainian women. And by hook up, I mean they can scam you out of money. This guy has had blown like $40,000 on this Ukrainian woman. She would send videos to him and say like, oh, I love you, baby. She would never use his name, though. I love you, baby. You my husband. You my baby. You know, and the finally, one of the producers was like, has she ever sent a video where she calls you by your name? And he was like, no, but, uh, you know, baby is my nickname. She's obviously sending this video to, you know, tens, maybe even you know, d dozens of guys. Bitch can't even be bothered to personalize her videos. Well, today I, uh, I bring with me some more delusional people. This woman believes she's in a threesome relationship with 80s rockers Nikki Six from Motley Crue and Poison's Brett Michaels. Here's the thing, though. Once again, she never really sees these guys face to face. They always communicate uh, through the phone, text messaging only. This woman might be even dumber than the guy featured on 90 Day Fiance. So, uh, yes, this woman appeared on Dr. Phil. Let's take a listen. Music icons Nikki Six and Brett Michaels need no introduction. Both have been rocking sold-out stadiums packed with screaming fans for years. Yeah, well, not recently, but okay. Today, one of their followers is claiming to be much more than just a fan. In fact, 
Tina is convinced she has been talking to the rock superstar. I love this generic rock music in the background. Our Nikki Six every day. That's some royalty free shit right there. For the past six months, sometimes like six or eight times a day and believes they have formed a serious relationship. Okay. But Tina's best friend Vivian says Tina is being scammed by an imposter posing as the rocker. My relationship with Nikki Six is a solid, good friendship. Oh, there's some real Motley Crue music. And we have great communication between each other. This person that Tina leaves as Nikki Six has never wanted to meet up with her. Ting! <laughs> Red flag one. Doesn't want to fly her out anywhere. Doesn't come to see her. Also will not video call or video chat with her. The audio and video does not work. Oh, audio doesn't work, which is a weird thing because that's one of the primary functions of a fucking phone. Never once has he been near a phone that works where he could call this bitch. We speak eight to ten times in a day, mainly through text. He can't talk on the phone because his management won't allow it. Uh, here's uh, look, <laughs> Nikki Six. Nikki Six is a very talented musician, I'm sure. Motley Crue is a very successful band, but it's 2021. They're not doing much in the way of gigs. You know, even if they were still popular playing arenas or whatever, not now, not during a pandemic. This motherfucker has nothing but time. We all have nothing but time on our hands to pick up the phone and chat. When we first started talking, I had doubts. But that all changed when he sent her a picture holding his driver's license. She completely bought it. And I did not think that it was real at all. Wait a second. How does that prove anything? It's not like he's holding up a picture like with her name on it or something. He's holding up a picture of his own driver's license. Tina says that one time they did actually video chat, but... One time Nikki did video chat with me. Mm-hmm. It was for a brief second. It was hard to tell what he was saying because we couldn't get the audio to work. He hung up and texted me, did you at least see me? I am constantly trying to tell her that the person she's talking to is not the real. What's the end game here, do you think? This has got to be a scam, right? Do you think she's sending him money? Oh, man, we're on tour and my, you know, someone stole my identity and my credit cards have all been shut off. I need... You think maybe you could wire me some cash? Nikki Six. This whole situation is so incredibly absurd. Nikki does know that I'm appearing on the Dr. Phil show. I specifically asked him if he would admit that he is talking to me, and he said yes. I told Nikki that Dr. Phil could be calling him to verify that we are talking. Oh, this should be good. You know Dr. Phil's going to get the real Nikki Six to appear and be like, I don't know you, crazy, but we're not done yet. Because Nikki Six is just part of the equation here. But that's not all. Vivian says Tina is also being conned and catfished by an imposter posing as Brett Michaels. Yes, that's right. Tina believes that not one, but two famous rock stars are actually fighting over her. Tina claims she is not only in a committed romantic relationship with superstar Brett Michaels, they are also engaged. Just like the Nikki Six situation, my friend Tina believes that she is in a relationship with rocker Brett Michaels. Look, I'm going to fast forward past most of this segment because it's the same thing. It, it's it's the same scam. This guy will only text her. The guy's saying he's, he's Brett Michaels, right? He, he, something's always wrong with his phone. Can't call her or, or video chat. But he asked her to marry him and she said yes. They even put their hands on uh, Bibles and took pictures. Apparently that picture came through okay. The the one time a picture was able to be sent to her, it was just uh, Nikki or Brett Michaels' hand or whatever on a Bible. Anyway, we all know what's going to happen next, right? Well, let's just let the Dr. Phil show reveal it. On top of thinking that she's involved in a relationship with Nikki Six, she is now sending money. Oh, there it is. I mean, you knew this was coming, right? What was it? What are you going Send Google uh, Play gift cards or something. Apple iTunes gift cards. There have been times that I've sent money. I have sent money to Nikki's foundation through gift cards. I was yes. told, yes, that is the fastest way to get the money to them. To his foundation. They, 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 uh, 
They work in gift cards. Sometimes she gets a message back saying that they never received it and asking her to send it again. Then she turns right around because she believes it and she sends it again. That is a classic scammer move. Nikki Six recently asked me to start sending $200 a week for a fee to help monitor imposters. He was... Gonna pay three hundred, and that I would send. Sometimes people just deserve to be scammed. When it's this easy, when they're that gullible. Two hundred. Yes, I've started a foundation to help weed out imposters of rock stars. I just need you to send gift cards in the amount of two hundred dollars every week, preferably Visa. MasterCard gift card. And that I would send 200 a week to his management team through Bitcoin. I told Tina that there's no reason that she needs to send these people money. They're sitting on money all day long while they're just stuck in quarantine. Since she has been sending money back and forth to who she thinks is Nikki Six, she has noticed her bank account being hacked. One time, Nikki asked me if I would like to meet him, and he told me it was $4,300 to fly him out, his hotel fees and security fees, and the meeting greet itself what happened did he get snowed in at whatever location he was flying from i've actually seen the meet and greet form and it does ask for beneficiary information and next of kin why would someone need this information just to meet up with them in case you die right you could have your next of kin meet nick nikki six nikki told me that this is a pretty common fee in the music industry for meet and greet i just don't understand why tina continues to do this these are rocks she's dumb she's fat and you know you know this is a fantasy for her that's come true in her little cuckoo crazy banana mind you can go on dr phil's youtube channel and watch the, the whole thing unfold but uh dr phil starts to break down all of the lies for instance uh, this woman has has seen Brett Michaels' driver's license. He sent it to her, you know, as proof that it's really Brett. But the driver's license photo is from, like, Brett Michaels' Facebook page. They just sort of photoshopped it into a driver's license. Brett Michaels' name is misspelled. It's an Arizona driver's license, but the abbreviation for Arizona is wrong. It goes on and on and on, right? And then Dr. Phil brings up the uh, the Bible thing. Remember I was telling you that uh, they both put their hands on Bibles? Well, here's the thing. Brett Michaels, in real life, has a tattoo on his hand. Not in the picture where he's putting his hand on the Bible. And let's take a look at that. Here's the picture. What happened to the tattoo? He said he used his opposite hand. You are so fucking dumb. Well, you can't move your thumb. I didn't look at it that closely to see if it was the right hand or left hand. I'm sorry. If a famous person wanted me to wire money to them all the time, every week, I would be inspecting every picture they sent. If this says, if it reads left to right, Mm -hmm. like Holy Bible does, and you put your hand on it, that's your right hand. And there's a picture of his right hand with a tattoo on it. Her world is crashing down right now. So that's not Brett Michael's hand. Oh, he also pointed out that the phone numbers that they uh, have been texting from are from like known like scammer uh, phone numbers. They're not cell phone numbers. They're web based phone numbers that you can like send text from Brett Michael's hand. Okay. And for two American rock stars, their grammar seems to be really poor. <laughs> Here's an example of text Tina believes that Nikki Six sent her. I swear down to you, have you taken permission from work and we will have a long-time relationship? Oh my God! You make me mad with what you said and you know I love you more than this always and more good talking to you. It kind of reads like a poison song lyric. What? Does that sound right? No, now that you say it that way. When you say it like that, it makes me sound like a complete moron. A rube who's easy to be taken advantage of. I think I'm going to create a new level for Sideshow memberships. There's going to be the monthly, you know, for $6.99 you know, a month. And then the quarterly, semi-annual, yearly for $66.99 a month. And then the lifetime slash Tim Henson boyfriend experience. For $20,000, I'll send you texts and pictures and highly unpersonalized videos where I call you baby and my life 
my prince or princess. You know, my goal in life is to become a Nigerian or Ukrainian scammer. Someone's got to fall for this shit. I play voicemails from you guys every day. I know a lot of you are stupid. So if you'd like for me to propose to you because you're my baby doll, uh, sign up for a new lifetime slash Tim Henson boyfriend experience account over there at superfreaksideshow.com. Hey, I've got a clip here of a girl who has discovered the perfect position to fart in. I can't quite figure out if this is like porn, fart fetish videos, or if she really stumbled upon something because she has uh, gastrointestinal issues. Um, I've had gas problems for years. I've taken every single pill. I've done everything. And then I discovered one pose. And that pose has saved my life. And so I hope it can help you. Um, This video may be gross. You're going to hear farts. But so rewarding. So rewarding. I am going to come. All right. So the position she's getting in here is uh, she's on all fours. She's on her hands and knees. All right. First step is you get palms down. Like you're in yoga. So my, I tried to spread my legs a little bit, put my butt in the air and my chest to the floor. All right. So now she's like, uh, her ass is up in the air on her hands and knees. Let's see what happens. I feel like this has the most easiest passage for the gas to get out. As you can see, I'm already relieving gas. It those sound like queefs to me. Sounds like she's sucking air in and then blowing it out. I explained in my last video is that once you get in this position you're releasing gas but then it's actually sucking in gas that's too. what i so, thought i thought i heard that as a queef connoisseur i picked that up i can kind of do an example like that's out this is a fetish video i mean why would she be sucking air in and blowing it out if she has like gas issues you know what i mean but then that's gas coming back in and you can do the battle like this it's just going to keep coming back in so once you feel it in which I feel now you need to sit up oh (laughs) it's as easy as that that way it's actually expelled Okay, so when you're in that position where your ass is up in the air and your body is diagonal, your body naturally wants to suck air in after you fart it out. So there's the final step of just like sitting with your ass uh, hole pointed downward, downward asshole, which is another yoga pose. Um, and then that's the, like that's for the final fart. Get all the air but out. I prefer to just sit like this, relax a little bit. Kick back, honey. That's right. It's amazing. It just all comes out. Mm-hmm. This is something I've suffered for. Your suffering is another man's enjoyment. And by the looks of the comments, guys are enjoying this. I'm eating my dinner to this is one of the top comments. You're hired. Can you start today? This is going to fuck up the YouTube algorithm for me. 219 is when the motor doesn't want to start. What is that? I like this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> It does sound like the motor doesn't want to start. Like this. Now you got to crank it. Try it again. Damn thing doesn't want to start. He's a shit. Uh, Real quick, before we get into the news, I've got a very short clip here of yet another. I can't believe people are still not only angry about wearing masks, but they use like insane logic to try to get you on their side. It's actually not healthy wearing masks. You're breathing in your own oxygen or like you're going to become a Muslim. I think that's what this guy's saying here. That's a Muslim mask. Who is that? 
Y'all are going to be Muslim women. Oh, no. Only Muslim women are required to cover their face. You are all Muslim. What about if you're like um, fencing? Those people have to wear masks to protect themselves, you know, so they don't get poked in the in the eye. You are all Muslim women now. Knights. There's a lot of people that cover themselves. Are there any videos of smart asses like wearing entire suits of armor going to the grocery store? That would be kind of funny, right? <laughs> are required to cover their face. You are all Muslim women now. The Democratic Party has been taken over by the Muslims. They bought them. They're bought and paid for. Oh, you guys are screwing up. You guys don't understand. Oh, this is just a random guy who saw some people wearing masks and thought he would uh, set them straight. Thank you, sir. I had no idea I was turning into a lady Muslim. I think my pubic area is hairy enough to be considered a Muslim woman. I'm kind of halfway there, I guess. All right, and with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist of the fucked up news uh, right now. If you're not a member of the Distorted View Sideshow, what are you waiting for? Help support this nonsense. Become a true and honorable freak today. Uh, go to superfreaksideshow.com. Sign up for either a monthly, quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. And when you do, you will gain full access to the entire archive of programs. 16-plus years worth of daily Distorted View dailies. Gotta be a better way of saying that. The uh, 2020 archives are available, which means you can subscribe in your podcast app to uh, the 2020 episodes of DV. And you'll have every single show from January to December. Plus, every week we do new exclusive shows just for paying freaks. Yesterday, I did a Sideshow exclusive uh, podcast, and uh, we did one uh, on Tuesday as well. Memberships are very inexpensive, only $6.99 a month, even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. Again, check it out, superfreaksideshow.com. Other ways to support the show, we've got a Patreon account, patreon.com slash distortedview. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. If you pledge $5, you get access to a special voicemail line. I've been doing some posts this week. I think uh, this is my third post. We did a personal podcast, just posted that today, as a matter of fact. So check that out, patreon.com slash distorted view. All right, three very quick stories now. First up, I know a lot of people, eh, roughly half the population, breathed uh, a sigh of relief when Trump left the office. But it's important to note that there are still a lot of kooks and crazies in Washington, D.C., including some new kooks and crazies. A recent dump uh, of Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene's old social media posts include a 2018 screed that a cabal of Jewish bankers used space lasers <laughs> to start the deadliest fire in California history. Why? Well, it's all part of a high-speed rail scheme. You may remember the wildfire of 2018, not to be confused with the other wildfire of 2018 or the other wildfire of 2018 or the wildfires of 2019, 2020, and I'm sure 2021. California really needs to figure that out. Uh, they've, they've got real problems over there. But anyway, uh, the 2018 wildfire killed 85 people and burned more than 150,000 acres. A real tragedy, some might say. Not Marjorie. Marjorie knew what was really going on. It's all an elaborate scheme that uh, the Jews, specifically Jewish investment bankers shot space lasers to burn and clear the area for a high-speed rail project. According to her post, which I have right here, as there are now over 70 people confirmed dead and over a 1,000 missing, the fires in California are a horrific tragedy. I'm praying for all involved. I'm posting this in speculation because there are too many coincidences to ignore. I'm just putting this out there. I've seen that a lot, like crazy people or old women regurgitating conspiracy theories will always add, I'm just putting this out there, just something to think about. I don't know if this is true or not, but it's interesting. They obviously believe it. They're posting it on their fucking page. They believe it, right? 
The fires are burning in the same projected area that the $77 billion high-speed rail project is to be built, which also happens to be Governor Brown's pet project. With that much money, we could build three U.S. southern border walls. And oddly, there are all these people who have said they saw what looked like lasers or blue beams of light causing the fire and pictures and videos. I don't know anything about that, but I do find it really curious. PG&E's partnership with Solarin on space solar generators starting in 2009. They announced the launch into space in March 2018 and maybe even put them up before that. Space solar generators collect the sun's energy and then beams it back to Earth in a transmitter to convert to electricity. If they're beaming the sun's energy back to Earth, I'm sure they wouldn't ever miss a transmitter receiving station, right? I mean, mistakes are never made when anything new is invented. What would that look like anyway? A laser beam or a light beam coming down to Earth, I guess. Could that cause a fire? Hmm, I don't know. I hope not. Wouldn't look so good for PG&E, Rothschild, Inc. A lot of conspiracy theories have to do with the, with the Rothschilds. Solarin or Jerry Brown, who sure does seem fond of PG&E. PG&E, by the way, is Pacific Gas and Electric, the electric company that uh, handles California. According to Gizmodo, at the time, other QAnon followers pushed the space laser lie with different flavors. Oh, yeah. QAnon was active back then in 2018. They're much more than just Hillary Clinton's sex rings, pedophiles, and Tom Hanks. They're spewing all sorts of crazy. One version of the conspiracy theory tied it all to HARP, H-A-A-R-P, a research program in Alaska which conspiracy theorists often misleadingly associate with weather and mind control. Another 2017 wildfire season theory suggested that a plane or drone could be responsible for wielding a direct energy weapon and burning some homes and not the others. Yeah, leaving Jew homes. Jews and liberals are spared. Jews, liberals, and pedophiles. They're all the same thing, right? And the, the drones would incinerate the homes of conservatives. Again, you know, this woman who believes all this nonsense, she's in the House of Representatives right now serving us. Yikesy. Yeah, Gizmodo goes on to say, you know, in the over two years since that fire was fully contained, no ground has been broken or contracts sold or any sort of high-speed rail project has been set up in the devastated region. You'd think these companies uh, who would stand to make a lot of money would start jumping on that. It started on their high-speed rail project, but no. Yeah, so Marjorie's post uh, appeared on her Facebook page and stayed up up until today. Uh, she she took it down, uh, but uh, Media Matters, which is a like liberal watchdog group, uh, screen-capped it for their report. Uh, the post shows Green trying to tie the wildfires to a power company, a rail project, a satellite, and the Rothschilds, a wealthy Jewish family that's been the target of anti-Semitic conspiracy theories for more than two centuries. So QAnon, you're not really doing anything original here. Might be a new, it's a new spin on an old favorite. The Republican Jewish Coalition rebuked Green for the conspiracy theory in a statement on Friday. We are offended and appalled by her comments and her actions, the RJC said. She is far outside the mainstream of the Republican Party. And the RJC is working closely with the House Republican leadership regarding next steps in this matter. Better watch her step. You got the regular Jews pissed off at you and Republican Jews? They're going to be pointing their satellite space laser beams right at your forehead, bitch. That could be taken as a threat. Good thing space laser beams aren't fucking real, you stupid twat. All right, uh, second story we have for you today. Remember a few years ago, there was that lawsuit somewhere in Europe, maybe like Ireland or something. The lawsuit stated that uh, the fast food chain Subway shouldn't be advertising that their sandwiches are uh, on bread because what they're serving isn't bread. They're pumping it full of other stuff and it's it's no longer considered bread i think it's like mainly sugar or something here i found the article uh, in a decision shocking to those familiar with the five dollar footlong ireland supreme court has ruled subway bread isn't actually bread at least not legally that's because its bread has too much sugar the country's value-added tax act of 1972 says explicitly tax-exempt bread can have sugar fat and bread improvers 
exceeding 2% of the weight of flour. Well, in Subway's recipe, sugar makes up over 10% of the weight of flour. Therefore, it's not technically bread. All right, that was a few years ago. This year's lawsuit is even more damning. I mean, with the bread thing, you know, how do you make bread? You, you, you flour, you a little bit of sugar. This, you know, they just put more sugar than they were supposed to, or, or that you know that is considered bread. All right, this time uh, we've got a lawsuit involving tuna. You bought a tuna sandwich from Subway restaurants recently. Chances are you may have eaten something that was made from anything but tuna. Karen Donawa and Nilami Amin of Alameda County filed a lawsuit in San Francisco federal court last week, accusing the American fast food restaurant franchise of misrepresenting its tuna sandwich. The plaintiffs claim that they performed independent lab tests of samples of tuna taken directly from several subway locations in California. The tests prove that the tuna is actually a mixture of various concoctions that do not constitute tuna. However, they've been blended together by Subway to imitate the appearance of tuna. Now, I know what you guys are probably assuming. Well, they, they, they might use other types of fish that has a tuna-like taste, which would be wrong. You know, if you're advertising tuna, you should be, you know, that's what you should be putting in your, your product. But it's worse than that. The lawsuit states that the Subway tuna doesn't even contain fish. What the fuck are we eating? <laughs> chicken? Was Jessica Simpson right? Was Is chicken of the sea just wet poultry? The complaint does not specify what the lab test revealed or what the tuna is actually made of. Subway, uh, for the record, has denied the claims, saying that the tuna is real and it's from fish caught in the wild. The subway representative said these claims are meritless. There's simply no truth to the allegations in the complaint that was filed in California. Subway delivers 100% cooked tuna to its restaurants, which is mixed with meowness and used in freshly made sandwiches, wraps, salads, etc. that are served to and enjoyed by our guests. The taste and quality of our tuna make it one of Subway's most popular products. Where are you now? Corporate speak there. The plaintiff's attorney, Shalini Dagra, said, We found that the ingredients were not tuna and not fish. It was dog meat. Dagra's client, Donna, Donna whatever I said her name was, uh, Donawa and Amen, uh, went to have their claim certified as a class action lawsuit, which would allow thousands of other potentially dissatisfied customers to join in the legal action. Anyone wishing to join the lawsuit would have to have uh, purchased a tuna sandwich or tuna wrap sometime after January 21st, 2017. Donawa and Amin are suing Subway for fraud, intentional misrepresentation, unjust enrichment, and other civil violations. They claim they were tricked into buying food items that wholly lack the ingredient they reasonably thought they were purchasing based on Subway's advertising and marketing of the product. I haven't eaten Subway in years. I, I think Lord Douche and I, we started eating at Subway again a couple of years ago, but it was a short-lived trend. And I don't think I ever got the tuna. I, I In the past, many, many years ago, I had the tuna. And we also had uh, what they call a local favorite. I don't know if this um, was sold anywhere else. It, they made it sound like this was just something that was in Ohio or maybe the Northeast or something. But it was like their seafood delight. <laughs> God only knows what the fuck was in that. It was probably like, you know, it, it's supposed to be imitation crab, I'm guessing. Slathered in mayonnaise. They probably put like, you know, imitation crab, imitation lobster, and stuff like that. It's very cheap. But I'm get, I'm wondering now what was really in that. Oh, it was called sea, Subway Seafood Sensation. I can't believe I never got food poisoning. That definitely sounds like something that would quickly go bad, especially because, you know, from the time they open, whatever time Subway opens to the time they close, that seafood concoction was just sitting in that bin right by the counter. And not many people, I'm guessing, got the seafood sensation. Ugh. Previous employees of Subway chimed in. Uh, one person said uh, that when they worked there, it was tuna, but that was like a decade ago. Another person named Esther tweeted, wait, it's not tuna? 
I remember they had to take down the crab or lobster sandwich because it was misleading. Probably the Subway sensation, seafood sensation I was talking about. Uh, it was misleading. I'm getting a stomach ache. Another former employee said, Tuna should not come in moistureless bricks. And yet at Subway, it does. It never even smelled like tuna. Maybe it's time we all just collectively decide to uh, not eat at Subway anymore. Sounds like nothing good could come of that. All right, final story we have for you today. This is a short one from Canada. A man has been arrested and charged with the alleged theft of several soiled diapers. Like, why can't you just let him have the diapers? Is it really theft if it's fucking brash? This guy is a sick pervert, yes. He's got a weird fetish, yes. But he's not hurting anyone. No one wants these dirty diapers. If he, if he could do something productive with them, if he can get some enjoyment out of them, you know, go forth and be merry. All right. Uh, according to Toronto police, the 40-year-old Shane Stephen uh, Kirkaldy appeared in court via video call last Saturday to face eight total charges, including three counts of prowl by night. According to police, the diaper thefts took place between December 1st and January 23rd. He took soiled diapers out of a green organic waste bin. Yeah, waste, as in discarded shit no one wants. Uh, next to a home in the Gerard Street East and Woodbine Avenue area. Kirkaldy was arrested at 5.10 a.m. on Saturday, January 23rd, and appeared virtually in court at 10 a.m. How did people know that the dirty diapers were being stolen? They threw them away in the trash. Do the owners of the home go out every night <laughs> and look in the trash? All right. How many dirty diapers are in there? Da -da 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 -da. 17. Okay. They're all there. Then the next night, they go. he goes back out there. There's only 15. Someone's been in my trash stealing my dirty diapers. Someone call the cops. I've been violated. This is what the cops are wasting their time with in Canada. They could be solving murders and stuff. Although maybe there's just no other crimes in Canada. This is their big case. All right. Uh, yes, he faces three counts of prowl by night, two counts of criminal harassment, and three counts of theft under $5,000. I would say well below $5,000. Can you put a price tag on a soiled diaper? Despite Kirkle D's arrest last Saturday, Toronto police are asking the public to aid in the investigation. Anyone who has information about the incident or lives in the area and knows about similar incidents, they're being asked to contact the Toronto police. Wow, they're really expanding this investigation. They want this guy to fry. And, you know, aside from going into the trash and taking a dirty diaper, he did really nothing else. It wasn't like he was uh, looking in the house. It wasn't like, you know, climbing up a tree nearby and using binoculars to spy on the little toddlers. Got the binoculars in one hand, the dirty diaper in the other, sniffing it. <sighs> he did none of that. He just went right in the trash can, took what he wanted, went home with it, and then masturbated with the dirty diaper. Wrapped, wrapped that shitty nappy right around his cock and jerked it right off. All right. Uh, probably. I don't know. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Friday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. Love to hear from you freaks, and there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. That's my email address. Voicemail line for you, 206-666-4463. We do have a special uh, Patreon line. If you pledge $5 over there at patreon.com slash distortedview, you'll get access to a special phone number where I will play your calls first. And I do have a few of those. I did want to remind you, though, about our Discord. That's where all the freaks are hanging out. If you get bored this weekend... Pop on in there, say hi. They're all very nice. Most of them are very nice. They're always sharing DV-worthy stuff, having good conversation. Uh, so it's a, a, a neat place to hang out. There's a link on the main navigation bar over there at distortedview.com. Just click on uh, Discord. Use that as your invite in. Uh, of course, I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram, facebook.com slash distortedview. Timmy Boo, Tony Prolap. Calling in about, I believe it was the Tuesday show? Uh, yep, January 26th. Anyway, calling in about Meads Galton comparing himself to an oil painting. Oh my god, I thought that was the greatest fucking thing ever. I fucking died. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be quite honest. 
I never wanted to bang a painting. I've never looked at the Mona Lisa and like, wow, she's really fucking beautiful. To be fair, Mead was like, now I realize I'm not an oil painting. Well, she looks... You're nowhere near an oil painting. No. No, she looks like a goddamn foot in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I don't know who hates on the Mead Skelton content, but Jesus Christ, that train wreck is amazing. He posted a couple new videos, but, like, I just, I gotta take a break from Mead. I can't do it every day. I love when you comment on it. Him and Sagittarius Shoddy. Oh, I have to check in with her. She's been posting stuff, too. But her videos are always, like, an hour long, and so I, I really have to, like, dedicate some time to sift through and see what the hell's going on in her life. Haven't heard from her in a while. Yeah, well, maybe we'll do a Sagittarius Shawty update next week. I just love saying her name. Hello, son of a Vladimir Putin here. I'm calling you. You're talking about Nate Skelton, our good friend. Yes. Question mark. Uh, so Nate was talking about how ugly he is the other day. He, he was also going on about Frank James. This is a person that he doesn't quite obsessed with in the Discord. When yes, Frank, I mean, I think... We may have featured Mead, the Mead Skelton video on a Sideshow exclusive episode. I can't remember. But, yeah, Mead uh, let it out that he uh, was a he was a fan of this guy, Frank James, who does a lot of, like, uh, like little comedy videos. And he also talks a lot about uh, personality types, which Mead is obsessed with. Um, but he Mead is also very jealous of Frank James because Frank James has, like, 400,000 subscribers and women are always commenting on how cute he is. And that makes me very upset. There was a part uh, in, in Mead's video that I did not play that Mead, or maybe it was in one of his newer videos, but he was talking about how uh, I have been hit on before uh, by those kinds, and I don't like it. So I think like the only people who have ever hit on Mead have not been women. <laughs> They've been, they've been gay guys. He periodically comes in and then... Just shows you, like, gay guys will just fuck anything. Leaves. And horrible taste. Comes in and then leaves. It is a funny thing. Yeah, Mead pops into the Discord and then leaves and quits and comes back. Uh, he, he actually has posted pictures, uh, face side-by-side -side face pictures of himself yeah. with Frank James and, like, messaged... Uh, what does he have that I don't? Um, random a defined jawline? Um, people and saying like which guy is better looking it's uh it's a very strange thing very yeah. strange thing. well you know mead is uh, on the spectrum and i think he just sort of gets fixated on these things Tim, i don't know if you caught it but mead deleted a video after it was up for maybe 10 hours the other day the title of the video i believe was god will save the white race are you he went on kidding me? God damn it. No, I missed that. And usually I catch these mead videos as they're posted because, you know, I, I, I click that bell. I subscribed and I click the bell like YouTubers tell me to do. If I would have even seen the title of his video, I would have known to, to, to save the video as quickly as I could. Like somehow capture the video because it was going to be deleted either by YouTube or me. In this video to discuss how disgusting... Uh, interracial oh. couples are, etc., etc., etc. Oh, this is killing me that I can't play this for you. Um, after you know, you can imagine the comments that he was getting in the uh, maybe Mead would, would send it to me. Do you think he would he let me play it on my show? He, you know, it, it was it, it, he deleted this video, and and then the next one he's like, Hey, I will be more careful about what I yeah, I saw that actually, and I didn't know what he was talking about. I thought maybe he was referring to the video that we played on the show. Because, because God damn it, that oh boy, I, that just really pissed me off. I need to get a hold of me and try to get that video. Dude, <laughs> Timmy, it's a satchel member Kubert checking in with you. Uh, I'm sorry to hear about the dog and your yeah. recent plumbing. If you want to hear all about that, by the way, that's kind of what the the personal podcast is about. Just posted it over there, Patreon.com. It's about uh, almost a half hour long. Problems I have. Tried to make it not depressing. Both had a uh, pet pass unexpectedly and dealt with some pretty gnarly plumbing problems in my day. So I feel for you. Yeah, it was a real whirlwind of a week for me. Um, anyways, uh, I was making my way through some old sideshows uh, from last year. 
uh, and I was listening to the June 30th, 2020 podcast. You started off talking about Bud Dwyer. I had a question for you. Oh, Bud, yeah, Bud Dwyer. Google translated translated that to Bloodwire. I think we're about the same age, and I actually remember watching that live on TV when oh, that happened. Wow. And you know, I was probably uh, just a little toehead, right? Um, that really fucked me up. Um, really? I'm wondering if uh, you saw that on TV too. No, I didn't see that happen live. I um, I caught that probably late 90s mid to late 90s from the internet saw that on tv too that reminds me today is also the anniversary of the challenger shuttle explosion oh, which i also i should have done a tribute watch live on tv and that fucked me up too yeah so way to go tv news programming in eight- i'm wondering if i saw that i would have been when was that 86 you may have been watching that in school Jeez, I don't know. right um uh, oh, one last little bit from that side show. Uh, that was great. That was the one where we had the uh, the girl on TikTok who acts like a dog. Oh, yeah. Um, you featured her a couple times. I, I also found that weirdly hot. Uh, yeah. I think I have problems. Anyways, to do, Jimmy. Well, you listen to the show. I know you have problems. All right, Ken, one more. Macrom Live here. I know I've called and said this before, but yes, you have to get a squatty potty. I have a, a handheld bidet, like the little handheld uh, wand version where you can aim That's it. a sex toy. And I use a squatty potty, and I will never go back. It's to the point now where I... You know, like, you have an ass. I would have no problem eating. Refuse to even take a shit. You sound like a very clean man. In public or in anyone else's bathroom. I will hold it until I get home. To- you should try using a toothbrush. <laughs> Remember that episode of um, Obsessed? I think it was It was like an offshoot of, um, uh, or a spinoff of Hoarders. And this woman would, uh, she had a routine where her asshole could never be clean enough. So she, she would spend hours taking a shit, wiping, then she would go in the bathtub and she would take her toothbrush and scrape her insides out. My toilet, because the experience is yeah. so worthwhile. I don't think squatty potties are that expensive, right? I should just really plop down the 10 or 20 bucks and do it. See see how it works. I need all the help I can get down there. All right, guys. Thank you for all the voicemails. Keep them coming. That's all the time we have on this edition of the show. Why don't you guys email me? Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you. 206-666-4463. That's 206-666. Oh, God. Is it? Oh, God. Damn thing still won't start. Spread the distortion. STD, tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to rate us and review us wherever you can criticize podcasts. Thank you so much for a great week of programs. I will be back on Monday to do it all over again. Until then, bye, everybody. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scribe Media Group. Learn more at scribe.net.